0: Here is the closing Schwab market update as of 4.15 p.m. Eastern Time, 15 minutes after market close for Wednesday, October 12th. U.S. stocks closed modestly lower in a lackluster session as the markets digested a hotter-than-expected September producer price index while looking ahead to tomorrow's read on consumer prices. Meanwhile, the Fed released the minutes from its September monetary policy meeting indicating its intentions to remain aggressive after upping its target for the Fed funds rate following its third consecutive 75 basis point increase last month. Treasury yields were slightly lower. The U.S. dollar was little changed with the greenback being limited by strength in the British pound as the markets continued to grapple with the Bank of England's recent actions to try to stabilize its financial markets. Crude oil prices fell and gold traded to the downside. In other economic news, mortgage applications fell for a third straight week. Third quarter earnings season got underway with PepsiCo topping estimates and raising its guidance. In other equity news, Moderna rose after Dow member Merkin Company announced that it will partner with the company to work on a cancer vaccine. Asia finished mixed, and European markets were lower. The Dow Jones Industrial Average fell 28 points, or 0.1%, to 29,211. The S&P 500 Index declined 12 points, or 0.3%, to 3,577. And the Nasdaq Composite shed 9 points, or 0.1%, to 10,417. In moderate volume, 4 billion shares of NYSE-listed stocks were traded, and 4 billion shares also changed hands on the Nasdaq. WTI crude oil slid $2.08 to $87.27 per barrel. Elsewhere, the gold spot price declined $3.90 to $1,682.10 per ounce. And the dollar index was nearly flat at 113.24. In equity news on Wednesday... PepsiCo, ticker symbol PEP, reported adjusted third-quarter earnings per share of $1.97, above the $1.84 faxed estimate, as revenues grew 8.8% year-over-year to $22 billion, topping the street's forecast of $20.8 billion. The company noted that the strong U.S. dollar negatively impacted its earnings and revenue growth, but its global business momentum remained strong. Organic revenue, excluding acquisitions, divestitures, and foreign exchange, was 16% higher year-over-year. PepsiCo raised its full-year earnings per share and organic sales outlooks. Shares finished higher. Shares of Moderna, ticker symbol MRNA, rose after Dow member Merkin Company, ticker symbol MRK, announced that it will exercise an option for the partnership with the company that gained prominence of its COVID-19 vaccine to develop and commercialize a cancer vaccine. Merkin Company traded lower. The S&P 500 has been volatile as inflation pressures have persisted, forcing the Fed to aggressively tighten monetary policy and boosting concerns about the economy. As discussed in the article titled, Stock Market Volatility, Jobs Report Kills Rally. Meanwhile, as third quarter earnings season gets underway, Schwab's chief investment strategist, Lizanne Saunders, discusses in her article titled, Earnings Trampled Underfoot. Now, the bear market has been driven by multiple compression, making valuations look relatively compelling, but expected weakness in earnings may limit the upside potential for stocks. You can follow Liz Ann on Twitter, at Lizanne Saunders. Additionally, Schwab's chief global investment strategist, Jeffrey Kleintop, notes in his latest article, The End of Earnings Growth, how the earnings outlook is dimming as the economy slows, which could result in cuts to earnings forecasts and downside for stocks. However, Jeff points out that UK earnings have been a surprising outperformer. You can follow Jeff on Twitter, at Jeffrey Kleintop. And you can read all of our market commentary on our Insights and Education page. And you can follow us on Twitter, at Schwab Research. In economic news on Wednesday... The Producer Price Index, or PPI, showed prices at the wholesale level in September rose 0.4% month-over-month, above the Bloomberg Consensus estimate of a 0.2% gain, and versus August's downwardly revised 0.2% decrease. The core rate, which excludes food and energy, gained 0.3% month-over-month, matching estimates, and the prior month's negatively adjusted rise. Year-over-year, the headline rate was 8.5% higher, north of expectations of an 8.4% increase and compared to the prior month's unadjusted 8.7% rise. The core PPI was up 7.2% year-over-year last month, below estimates of a 7.3% rise and in line with August's downwardly revised increase. The MBA Mortgage Application Index declined 2% last week following the prior week's drop of 14.2%. The index fell for a third straight week as a 1.8% decline for the refinance index was accompanied by a 2.1% decrease for the purchase index. The decline came as the average 30-year mortgage rate advanced six basis points to 6.81%, which is up 363 basis points versus a year ago. In afternoon action, the Federal Reserve released the minutes from its September monetary policy meeting, where the Federal Open Market Committee, or FOMC, raised the target for its Fed funds rate by 75 basis points for a third consecutive meeting. The report showed that committee members remain alarmed at the pace of inflation, saying that it is, quote, showing little signs so far of abating, end quote, while reiterating that rate hikes are likely to continue, quote, raising its assessment of the path of the federal funds rate that would likely be needed to achieve the committee's goals, end quote. However, members expressed optimism that the policy would help loosen the labor market and aid in taming pricing pressures. Treasury yields were slightly lower in subdued trading following the inflation data as the yield on the two-year note ticked one basis point lower to 4.29%. The yield on the 10-year note declined three basis points to 3.90%, and the 30-year bond rate was down two basis points to 3.88%. Volatility has spiked recently as markets react to concerns about the ability of the global economy to cope with the rise in bond yields across the globe as monetary policies tighten. The Fed has led the charge, and Schwab's chief fixed income strategist, Kathy Jones, discusses this in her latest article titled Markets to Fed Slow Down, You Move Too Fast. And how, if these trends continue, the Fed may end up slowing its pace of tightening, but not stopping it. You can follow Kathy on Twitter, at Kathy Jones. Along with the rising bond yields, the U.S. dollar has rallied, and Schwab's Lizanne Saunders examines the impact of the greenback's rise in her article titled, Ripples from Surging Dollar. She discusses how while a spike in global market volatility has prompted some investors to think a Fed response is imminent, we caution against thinking that intervention is a bullish development. Tomorrow's economic calendar will hold the highly anticipated September Consumer Price Index, or CPI, forecasted to have increased 0.2% month over month and be up 8.1% year over year. Initial jobless claims for the week ended October 8th is also on deck, with economists calling for 225,000 first-time unemployment applications to have been filed. In international news on Wednesday, stocks in Europe finished to the downside as the markets continued to grapple with a host of economic concerns, with UK GDP, industrial production and manufacturing production all coming in below expectations for August. However, August eurozone industrial production rose more than expected. The markets also digested another hot U.S. inflation report. Recent volatility in the currency and bond markets, the festering regional energy crisis, and the tight global monetary policy environment have all weighed on the market's outlook. Additionally, the Bank of England has stepped in to purchase bonds in an attempt to stave off a fire sale of U.K. bonds by pension funds and preserve financial stability after the British pound fell to record lows recently and bond yields have jumped. The Bank of England has refuted reports that it may extend its purchases beyond Friday, and the British pound rose versus the U.S. dollar. The euro declined, while bond yields in the UK and the eurozone gained ground. The worrisome inflation picture is being exacerbated by an ensuing energy crisis in the region due to the escalating war in Ukraine. Schwab's Jeffrey Kleintop notes in his article titled, What's Next, Good, Bad, and Ugly? That the persistence of global inflation could determine which of the three paths central banks may follow and which market qualities investors might consider for their portfolios. The UK FTSE 100 index decreased 0.9%. Germany's DAX index fell 0.4%. France's CAC 40 index declined 0.3%. Italy's FTSE MIB index and Spain's IBEX 35 index dropped 1.3%. And Switzerland's Swiss market index dipped 0.1%. Stocks in Asia finished mixed ahead of today's key inflation data out of the U.S. As choppiness continues as the chip sector remains volatile following the recent expansion of restrictions on the exportation of certain types of semiconductor chips to China. Also, the markets focused on China's renewed COVID restrictions as new cases resurfaced recently, while continuing to contend with tighter monetary policies in most parts of the world to try to fight rising inflation pressures led by the Fed. However, Japan has maintained its accommodative policy, and China has actually provided further monetary policy stimulus, which is weighed on their respective currencies. Today, the Bank of Korea announced a 50 basis point rate hike as expected. Schwab's Jeffrey Kleintop provides commentary on China's situation in his article titled China Q&A Top 5 Questions, discussing various topics including inflationary concerns, currency movements, government policies, and more. In other economic news, China's aggregate financing, a measure of total credit issued, rose more than expected, along with its new yuan loans for September. Japan reported a larger than expected drop in core machine orders for August, and growth of its September preliminary read on machine tool orders decelerated. Japan's Nikkei 225 index was little changed while the yen weakened versus the US dollar. The yen remains near multi-decade lows versus the greenback, given the divergence of monetary policies. China's Shanghai Composite Index ended the day one and a half percent higher, and the Hong Kong Hang Seng Index lost 0.8 percent. South Korea's Kospi Index rose 0.5 percent. Australia's S&P ASX 200 Index was nearly unchanged, and India's S&P BSE Sensex 30 Index traded 0.8 percent higher. Similar to the domestic economic docket, inflation data will be the focus across the globe, with notable CPI figures expected from Japan and Germany, as well as PPI from Switzerland, while India will release trade figures.